Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In almost 60 years, something Star Trek has done really, really well is kicking us so hard in the face that our jaws hit the bloody ground. With that in mind, I'm Sean Ferrick for Trek Culture, and here are the 10 Star Trek moments you never saw coming. Number 10. From Hell's Heart I Stab at Thee While the death of Khan himself may not have been the biggest shock that Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan had to offer, his actions spelled certain doom for one of the core members of the Enterprise's family. We're speaking, of course, about what is arguably the greatest tear-jerking moment in the entire franchise. As Khan spits his final curses at Admiral Kirk, the Genesis torpedo begins to activate. Unless the ship can get away, it, along with all of its crew, will be claimed by the matter-transforming energy waves before being wiped out of existence. With Scotty suffering acute radiation sickness, things are looking especially dire. Spock's sacrifice frequently tops the poles of the saddest moments in all of Star Trek. There had been a leak in advance of the film that Leonard Nimoy would receive a death scene in the film, though director Nicholas Meyer tormented the audiences by including the Kobayashi Maru test at the film's beginning. Therefore, when the Vulcan entered that chamber, the audience was howling along with Scotty and McCoy, knowing full well that there was only one possible outcome even if it would be undone in the following film. Spock's death, even when one knows what's coming, still shocks and saddens to this day. Number 9. Sela. The death of Tasha Yar could easily have found a place on this list. Denise Crosby, tired of not having enough to do during the first season of The Next Generation, asked Gene Roddenberry to be released from her contract. Tasha was killed off in a move that was as shocking as it was pointless, and that could have been the end of the character forever. Along came yesterday's Enterprise. This third season episode went a long way toward giving Yar the send-off she deserved, while also giving the audience one of the greatest episodes of the show. This spelled the second time, presumably, that Yar had been killed off. Surely, that would have been the last time that Crosby's face would have been seen, barring flashbacks, right? Wrong. Wrong to a level that expertly played on the audience's expectations. The fourth season of the show ended with the stunning, if a little confusing, revelation that Tasha Yar was a Romulan. Except that she wasn't. When the fifth series began, audiences discovered that the version of Yar that went back in time aboard the Enterprise C had given birth to a half-Romulan daughter, Sela. This revelation perfectly brought the actor back to the show while expanding her own story arc and creating an entirely new character. Definitely not what people had expected as Picard uttered the infamous line, let's make sure history never forgets the name Enterprise. Number 8. That's unexpected. 
The penultimate episode of Star Trek Picard's first season sees the crew of La Serena doing their very best to escape from the Jat Vash. They exit a transwarp tunnel, then immediately find themselves under fire from Narek in his little snakehead vessel. He continually outmaneuvers them at every turn, and for a moment, things begin to look grim. That is, until Riosh looks skyward and mutters, well, that's unexpected. From another transwarp corridor bursts the artifact, the Borg cube that had formerly been home to the Romulan Reclamation Project, but is now under the control of Seven of Nine and our XBs, a collection of former drones. Though the moment is short-lived in its glory thanks to the arrival of some giant space flowers, just go with it, that sight of the massive ship emerging from a corridor was something that had been teased dozens of times in Star Trek before, not least in Star Trek Voyager, so the shock of watching it erupt in glorious HD was a genuine surprise, along with being one of the best punch-the-air moments in the show. Number 7. Seska is a Cardassian. Crewman Seska was never exactly the best example of the former Maquis fitting in aboard the USS Voyager. She was willful and headstrong, resentful of Janeway's command, and frequently argued with Chakotay, with whom she at least showed a modicum of respect. The revelation that Seska was a traitor trading technology with the Kazon it truly wasn't the greatest shock in the world. Her actual heritage, though, in being the fact that she was a Cardassian agent who was surgically altered to look Bajoran, that one was much more of a shock. Seska had been planted aboard Chakotay's vessel by the Central Command, tasked with betraying him to her government when the time came. She's callous in how she speaks to both him and Janeway when her cover is blown, showing that she was no sleeper agent. This woman knew exactly what she was doing who she was doing it for, and was not about to take orders from a Starfleet captain. Before the audience has a chance to catch their breath after this reveal, she beams away onto a Kazon ship, becoming a true nemesis for the ship for a better part of the next two seasons. Number 6. Nog loses a leg the horrors of war were something that Star Trek Deep Space Nine attempted to depict long before Enterprise or Discovery ever got a chance. With the exception of some original series and Next Generation episodes that dealt with the shades of PTSD, Deep Space Nine was the first to truly showcase the lasting impact of injury from combat. That it would be Nog, everyone's favourite little Ferengi, who would suffer was a masterstroke on the writer's parts. Aaron Eisenberg brought an earnest nature to the role that endeared him almost immediately to audiences. This was quickly followed by his honest imploring of Cisco to sponsor his application to Starfleet Academy. The scene shows him expressing his hope to become more than what he is. He succeeds and gains the field rank of Ensign by the outbreak of the Dominion War. He serves aboard the Defiant on many engagements, but it's the siege of AR-558 that shows the true impact of war catching up to him. He is selected to join an away team, as his Ferengi ears will give them the advantage in the field. Unfortunately, it's not enough against the Jem'Hadar, as one soldier is killed and Nog is shot in the leg. Though he is saved, Bashir has to remove the limb. Quark's speech to Sisko, berating the captain for sending his nephew on a dangerous mission is tough enough, but watching Nog struggle to recover during it's only a paper moon is even harder. We may have expected to see the actual impact of war, we just didn't expect it to happen to Nog. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number five, there are four lights. This was a shock that runs in a similar vein to the revelation of Locutus of Borg, but for entirely different reasons. In the seminal two-parter Chain of Command, Captain Picard is captured by the Cardassians and brought before Gul Madred, state torturer for the Central Command. There, he undergoes days of brutal psychological and physical conditioning, all with a view of breaking the man into revealing Federation secrets. While this pushes the definition of a moment to its limit, the entire exchange between the great actors Patrick Stewart and David Warner was something few people ever thought they would get to sit through. Stewart, a longtime advocate for human rights, reviewed tapes of torture provided by Amnesty International to better prepare him for the part. Perhaps the most shocking moment, though, of the story comes not during the exchange, nor during Picard's tortured roar of there are four lights, but from the confession he makes to Troy in the end. Madrid managed it. He broke the captain. He would have revealed anything just for a break in the pain. More than that, by the final moments of his ordeal, Picard really had begun to see five lights. Number four, he knows, Doctor. He knows. Here's the thing. For the future to return to normal, Edith Keeler had to die. However, the city on the edge of forever goes to great pains to establish her as a character. So when that moment does come, did anyone really think that Kirk would be able to stand back and let the inevitable occur? McCoy bursts through the door of the mission, initially overjoyed to see Spock and Kirk again. From across the street, Edith sees the three men embrace, stepping out into the path of a speeding car that she fails to notice. McCoy spots her and begins to move, only to be held in place by Kirk. The car hits her, killing her instantly. McCoy, horror-struck, turns to Kirk and demands to know if he understands what he's done. He knows, Doctor. He knows. Spock's line is full of repressed emotion. The three men are badly shaken by their participation in historical events, even if they do manage to set the future to rights again. These events were set in stone and couldn't be altered. Still, that final scream from Keeler's mouth was as shocking as any explosion that ever rocked the bridge of the Enterprise. Number three, the death of Jadzia. This one still hurts. 23 years after Tears of the Prophets aired. While there are other lists here on Trek Culture that deal with the reasons behind Terry Farrell's departure from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, let us reflect on the moment itself. As she prays to the Prophets, thanking them for their help in her and Worf's efforts to conceive, a possessed gold ducat beams into the shrine behind her. She reaches for her phaser, but the man extends an arm and sends tendrils of flame coursing through her. It's slow enough that the audience can see the pain that she's feeling, cooking from the inside out. Then it's over. Dukat does what he came to do and leaves. It's one of the most horrible deaths in all of Star Trek, and for it to happen to one of the most popular characters on the show was all the more upsetting. If Dax were to die, then this was not how the audience saw it coming. Number two, I am Locutus of Borg. Patrick Stewart was, with LeVar Burton, potentially the most seasoned actor to appear in Star Trek The Next Generation. At this point of the franchise, the idea of a captain not seeing out the duration of the show was unthinkable, as this was many years before Gabriel Lorca would command the USS Discovery. Thanks to the actions of Q, the Federation and the audience knew about the existence and power of the Borg, so when they finally entered Federation space in the best of both worlds, shit, 
officially got real. What no one was expecting was how quickly they would overpower the Enterprise D, board her, and kidnap the captain. Riker quickly assumes command, ordering a rescue mission to go and get the captain back. Bear in mind, no one knew anything about assimilation at this point, so they had every hope of finding Picard whole and intact. It's Worf who spots him covered now in tubules and cybernetic parts. As he turned to face the camera, the audience's eyes popped out of their heads. This, followed with the introduction by name of Locutus of Borg, made for one of the most shocking out-of-nowhere twists that the franchise ever pulled off. Longest summer ever. Number one, defiant ending. Going into Star Trek Deep Space Nine's final season, Iris Stephen Bear wanted to prove to the audience that war has consequences. Not content with robbing poor Nog of a leg, he opted to go for another death. Having already killed off Jadzia Dax, he changed track and went instead for a constant companion who had been with the show since The Search Part 1. The result was so painful that even Wei Yun pauses to comment on it. News reaches the station that the Dominion has retaken the Chintaka system, which is the only foothold that the Federation Alliance has managed to make behind enemy lines. A large task force of Starfleet, Romulan and Klingon on ships is dispatched to take it back, but they haven't counted on the Breen. This new ally has a weapon that cripples all but one of the... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Allies' ships, shocked and horrified, the crew of the Defiant watch as tendrils of power-draining energy rip through the bridge. There are multiple hull breaches and the air is becoming toxic. Sisko gives the only order he can. Abandon ship. There's barely time to reflect as the escape pods flee before several last torpedoes send the Defiant back to meet its maker. Nothing short of stunning. Poor Captain Sisko. 